0: Welcome to another episode of 527 Underground Podcast, where we talk about comic books and comic book related themes, including Star Wars, Star Trek, Harry Potter, anime, webtoons, whatever crosses our minds. We're your host, Teddy Maria, and we offer two different points of views. One of an avid collector, which is me, And the other, an excited fan. Which is me. How we doing? Good, good. All right, all right. So uh, let's open the floor. What do we have in mind today?
1: What do we have in mind today? Well, first of all, let me just explain something. Um, I apologize if my speech sounds slurred or if I happen to speak a little slow today. I actually bit the back of my tongue Mm. and my tongue is a little swollen. (laughs) So I am dealing with that nonsense. (laughs) Um, But I actually came across some information today about our podcast all right tell please to tell so basically um we're now on three new platforms so all together we're on 10 different platforms all right that's great so that's great. that is anchor spotify apple podcast google podcast overcast breaker cast <laughs> excuse me cast box okay Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Stitcher.
0: Oh, wow. That's good. Yo, you're missing one. What? Not Twitter.
1: You know what? (laughs) I swear. So, yeah. I was actually kind of surprised about that. That's pretty good, though. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's awesome. And then I just recently found out that we're also... Someone in Indonesia is listening to us. That is great. So, I'm like it's spreading we're
0: we're spreading i don't want to say like a
1: bad disease but we're spreading (laughs) contagion (laughs) contagious people are liking us okay that's awesome that's awesome good job yes awesome job okay so jumping into i just wanted to make that announcement you know that we are spreading like a happy place hopefully (laughs) i don't again don't want to say disease (laughs) And indonesia um yeah so uh I came across some really interesting information, or at least better yet, it's been popping up. Okay. So it has to do with Disney. Okay. I bumped into this thing um, maybe last month or actually before we went to Disney, a couple of weeks before we went to Disney, I bumped into this saying that there's a petition Mm. on change.org. Right. That they want the CEO, Bob Chapek. Right. To resign or to be fired. Right, right, right. So, when I first saw this thing, I kind of laughed because I've been hearing a lot of situations with this particular gentleman, Um, and people, I guess, within the Disney company and guests Mm -hmm. like us Mm -hmm. um, are not too happy with Bob Chapek. But then I I didn't really pay any attention to it because it was at that time it was like under twenty three thousand signatures okay right and then i bumped into it again not too long ago a couple of days ago where the signatures was uh, just above fifty thousand. wow now i'm like okay
0: and these are people that are petitioning to have him removed correct yeah,
1: they wow. want him fired Jeez. like okay. gone right 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 so i was like okay well you know i don't think that's going to make any difference you know the whole petition it's just it's right. just a petition right but then I decided to look into it myself, I went to change.org, and at the time that I looked it up and I was actually writing notes, um, it has said that uh, there's 72,792 signatures. three thousand. Now, here's the thing, Teddy, between the time that I was writing the notes and the time that I actually refreshed the page, it had jumped by 100 signatures. Wow. And it's still accumulating. Right. It's still growing. So now, there's a big focus on this signature, on this petition, because it's actually getting a lot of attention, which is insane. People are not happy with this guy, you know? And some of the complaints that are mentioned, or at least the reason why they put up this uh, this drama at Disney, basically, mm-hmm. Um Just to give you a little bit of a background on who Bob Chapek is, Bob Chapek is the CEO of Disney. Uh, He became the chairman of parks and resorts for Disney in 2015. Okay. Okay. And then in early 2020, he became the CEO of Walt Disney Company. Right. Now, the complaints on the side basically states there's a lot of budget cuts. He reinstated the full executive salaries at Disney, Mm -hmm. laid off about 28,000 employees. The maintenance of the parks have become the worst he does not care about the quality and the legacy of disney Mm. um and then the petition he's also rooting for josh de okay or josh tomorrow excuse me that's his name josh tomorrow who is right now the current chairman of parks and resorts um and and they want him to
0: be ceo of disney people want
1: him to be the new CEO okay. of Disney okay. of the Disney Company, right. um, and the reason why it says that uh, De Maro, or that Amro, uh, sorry, Josh, um, he can't really do much under the circumstances right now because there's somebody above him. Right. Um, but that he's he takes uh, he basically really cares about the parks. He wants to assure quality. He greets guests. Um, he even went out his way to consult and apologize to the cast members that were laid off.
0: Right.
1: Um, and he goes in and out of the Disney World parks, you know, just to make sure how everything is on the up and up, you know, see so to make sure everything's running correctly. Mm. And that he's shown his commitment um, to Disney mm. since he's, you know, been in that position. And he's made a wonderful impression. Um, the latest updates that I've seen on this petition, basically, they're saying that... Former Imagineers have found out about this petition, and now they're spreading it as well. Mm. Now, the reason why that kind of is a little striking is because recently it was announced that Bob Chapek decided to tell the Imagineers that they were going to move their jobs from California to Florida. Florida. oh Not taking into account that these people have families and they have ties to... California like right, they can't right,
0: just right. they can't just uproot or re-uproot their whole livelihood right. and then move to Florida without, you know, a moment's notice. Right. That uh, that is that's challenging. number 1. And mm-hmm. what ends up happening is that you're really putting these imagineers who are actually the the thinkers and the creators of a lot of these uh rides in Disney you know, they're sort of like great writers in comic books, if you will. If you want to make a comparison, they're sort mm-hmm. of like the brains behind the uh, the rides. They actually provide the, uh, you know, the the creativeness and the stories that go behind the rides. And yeah, it's uh, wow. That's really surprising. That's really
1: surprising. And how
0: many of them were asked to? Uh
1: I don't know the exact number okay. so far. When I was trying to do some research to see who's been, who's decided to leave, mm-hmm. um. I only saw like two people so far, but I'm pretty sure there's more than just two. Mm. And again, like you just stated, these are the people that come up with with the the ideas to, you know, build these rides. Without them, there is no Disney. Like the whole concept called Imagineers was created by Disney. Right. You know, someone that is designing something and is partially an engineer. They they, they have to merge the two together. Right. You know, so the fact that you're pissing these people off like what are you doing and then that's that's just the inside that's just what's going on within Disney like there's more shit going on within Disney that I'm not even 100% sure of so I can't jump in because it's more like hearsay Right. you know right. so and I have no sources <laughs> in there so I can't really say. Well, I'm just going by what I've been reading.
0: Well Bob J. Pack is really more into the finances of Disney more than anything else I believe mm-hmm. I don't think it I don't think there's anything and I don't know the man I don't want to speak ill of the gentleman really don't know him as well but the perception I'm getting is that he's really just uh, you know a numbers you know a crunchy numbers type of guy um, Only into the finances and the bottom line. And looking at the Disney stock today, the past three months, their stocks have gone down mm. uh, for the most part. Yeah. In fact, let's see, the three months has gone down. In fact, even in the past month, their stock has gone down. And even in the past week, this past week alone of this podcast, their stock has gone down.
1: So it's not even... So,
0: uh, I mean... I mean, what what do you do? On the one hand, you do have investors that you have to be concerned with, and you're trying to um, sustain their their uh, investments, really.
1: Yeah, but. Part of the, you know, the main investors are the are the guests that are coming to your parks. That is true. And I understand that, that they had to do some budget cuts because of COVID and the fact that right. they had to close the parks. But the, the parks weren't closed for an entire year. Right. They slowly started to reopen them. They were only closed, for, I think, for a couple of months. You know? Right. So. With, with that happening they took they decided to make a lot of renovations and stuff like mm-hmm. that because of parks and hotels and they weren't at 100 percent capacity and all that good stuff right. i feel like they were just like taking time away until the 50th anniversary because i think they were putting all their chips in for oh, 50th for the anniversary. anniversary and they i don't think it actually did anything for them I'm pro-
0: you know uh, it, it wouldn't seem like it did i mean again i I mean, we really don't have anything to draw back from um, other than what I'm just looking at in regards to their stocks uh, uh, portfolio right in front of me. But talking from our experience when we just came from Disney uh, what, last month mm-hmm. or so, we did notice there were some changes, particularly in prices. Mm-hmm. I think things were definitely pricey mm-hmm. um, and not really getting the best bang for our dollar in all honesty as compared to previous years that we've gone that is true um if they're talking about the level of quality being diminished to a degree okay I could see that to be honest with you um we have heard of other theme parks though though doing similar things even before Disney so
1: see but this is the thing Disney was on a different level right there are other companies that want to compare themselves or want to be like as disney. good as disney it right. was a disney standard the fact that there is such a thing as the disney standard says a lot now that disney standard is tarnishing because they're trying to save a buck or they're right. trying to charge for every little thing right. like the other day i was watching um i watch a lot of these vloggers that go to disney um all the time because mm-hmm. it kind of keeps me aware of what's going on over in florida it's not like i could fly out there every so often you know what i'm saying? Like. Mm-hmm. I have to vicariously live through these people. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. You know? But these, these people are constantly commenting on the Genie Plus thing. They're constantly commenting on all these new things, on all these new nighttime um opportunities like uh right. the most recent one, the Merriest Christmas or the Disney's merriest it's like the merriest nights or something something along right. the They're celebrating Christmas. Right. Basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you know, this couple that I that I watch, um, Ordinary Adventures mm-hmm. um they decided to go to the merriest Christmas event, or again mm. the Christmas event the that Christmas they had in event. Disney right. um, in Disneyland. They went, and these guys don't want to say anything negative. Like, if they can avoid saying something negative, they will. Right. They do have their opinions, but they try to keep it as positive as possible. Right. And if I could take a shot of alcohol for the amount of <laughs> times they said, We don't want to seem negative, right. I will be drunk, passed out on the floor. Wow. Because they were like, You're spending $175 per ticket to get right. into the evening uh, Christmas event mm. that is only lasting four, four hours. hours. Right, okay. Right, right. And you don't have anything that fucking special. Right. Like, there's a Christmas parade. There's a a, a Muppets show that a bus is driving and it breaks down. Mm -hmm. Random cardboard um, picture cutouts, you know, so so people can take a picture in front of it. Fine. They're lit. Uh, You know, they light up. Um, They didn't have exclusive um, characters that would just show up for this thing, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. unlike with... The Oogie Boogie Nights that they had, where they had Agatha Harkness and all these other characters were coming out, right. um they didn't have that for this Christmas thing, and it was just, I guess, like like a beta test, like a test run, because they only had did like seven nights of it, um, and not, and I don't think it was consecutive. I think they broke it up. Okay. okay. But they are charging hundred and seventy five freaking dollars. Now that's per person. I believe it's per person Jeez. if I'm wrong please correct me right. as I say that a lot because I don't mind right. being corrected right. you know but a hundred and seventy five dollars for four, four hours, hours. Which and is they not say even... that you can come in three hours early for this event but then you're not even taking into account if you're a person that already bought a ticket for the day and you want to do this Christmas um, event in the evening so whatever you pay for that park ticket which is mm. in the, already in a hundred something mm. For that okay. day, let's say, For yeah. that day, yeah. you're paying an extra $175, 175 Yeah, and let's hope you're by yourself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just to stay an extra four hours in the park. And imagine if you have to get, or if you want to get
0: concessions, and if the line is long. So that four hours, Right, actually, which it will
1: be long, because they had specific things for that Christmas, for yeah. that Christmas event, so yeah. You Know they couldn't get like a specialized dole whip or something right, like that because right, right. they will have to stand in line for 45 minutes. Yeah, now, yeah. The, the magic uh, parade, uh, the Christmas parade, wasn't about an hour long, right? Okay. So they're there, you're wasting an hour, mm. and then you're getting if you want to get concessional, the specialized foods that were made for that event because they always have like you know branded fruit, you know, foods. You know, like, the based on the event or whatever. They had a lot of stuff for Halloween. They have now for Christmas and stuff like that. So you're standing in line for these specific things, and you can't. You have only four hours. You only have four hours. So they're doing these things. They're trying to get more money, right? Mm -hmm. They cut the extra magic hours for guests. Right. I'm, I might, you know, if we decide to go back to Disney, I'm going to ask them, so what benefit do I get for staying at a Disney resort? Yeah. Because there are none.
0: Right. Right. You know? Yeah. It seems to be removed or we have to pay uh, the higher price, you know? I mean, it's definitely become a tier. But, you know, in a way, it's always been like a tiered type of um, system with regards to pay. And the uh, amount of services that you get that corresponds to whatever you paid um, for the most part. But you're even right You mean for the resorts For the resorts, right
1: Yeah, they had the deluxe The moderate And the value resorts right, The deluxe right. is obviously The more, you know Higher up right, right. costly, more luxury And luxurious. obviously You're closer to the parks You're closer exactly. to the theme parks exactly. The mm. moderate ones Are literally the ones Right in between You're not mm. paying too much You're not paying too little You right. get, you know Some balance But you do get some benefits With that too They
0: used to open up The extra magic hours and, Well the uh,
1: ma- extra magic hours Were for all oh, For all resort members For that's all right. resort that's right. members Or resort guests. yes, right. So if you're staying at a resort, whether it's value or deluxe, Mm -hmm. you all had access to the parks. Whether it be an hour early in the morning or two hours at night. Right,
0: after the park. right. You had
1: extra magic hour opportunities, which was great because you didn't have to stress the fuck out to get up early in the morning to try to get into these parks because you knew you had those extra magic hours in the evening. So you had the rest of the day to chill and relax and then go to the parks in the evening and you right. know you didn't have to stand in line for a long periods of time right, right. you know so they did away with that now but and when they started reinstating the early morning um, half an hour early morning when we were there right. and they made no fucking announcement about it Yeah, like I'm looking at the at the times you know in my app to see you know can we get there early there was no announcement on the app right so when we got there, we're seeing, oh, uh, people that are staying in the resorts can come in this way and they're letting them in. We missed out mm-hmm. on half an hour entry. Mm-hmm. And that's a big deal, it especially is, is. if you're running to go to the rise of the resistance, right. you know. So I was like, yo, what the fuck? They, they didn't announce this. Mm-hmm. So and then for now, na- for now, they'll only give half an hour early entry. To go into the parks before everyone else, if you happen to stay at the at the resorts, at any of the resorts, at any of the resorts, okay. but the evening ones, which is the ones that were the, the best ones, because you get to yeah. stay two extra hours, only the deluxe resorts can have mm-hmm. access to that. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Really. Yeah. So, so what are you trying to say? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Then the whole thing with, with Genie Plus, which left a bad taste in people's mouths. Yeah. Um, the fact that you're paying fifteen extra dollars per person per, per day right. in order for you to gain access to uh, the, lightning the Lightning Lane, which lane, was which the be fast, be fast Pass, pass right? which was free, yeah, right. um, and then that's not even including the hard to get tickets like Rise of the Resistance and Smuggler's, Smugglers Run, Run and stuff like which that, which would be
0: like an additional charge
1: on top an of additional the fifteen dollars. Yes, depending Jeez. on the day, because it could be as little as five or as high as ten,
0: but that's the additional charge, though. On top of the On
1: 15 On top of the 15,
0: wow.
1: per person per day.
0: Right, right. Jeez. So it's yeah. like
1: what yeah, the hell? Yeah, shelling you money. know, and then they're like, "Oh, this is this is the great app that we're presenting to you, yeah. and you're going to fucking like it." <laughs> with a smile. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, "What the fuck? Listen, I know universal charges. Mm-hmm. Universal says it right there. If you want to get online, mm-hmm. if you want if you want to go past the line real fast, You could buy one of two options you could do the express or you could do the one you could go on multiple times which is more expensive they forewarn you about this shit, Mm. you know but they're not adding an extra price to the rides that people really want to get on Mm. you
0: know
1: what i'm saying it's sort of like it's just one flat flat rate rate
0: for all their rides
1: right for all their rides so it's like what are you doing man then you're cutting off services, like there's no more bus service to get picked right. up from the airport yeah. to starting the actual resort year, right? starting next year. Jeez.
0: Which will be an additional charge because it'll be more or less like a contract, or third-party contract or what have you. That, right. Uh, that people will have to pay. To right, get or the, get an Uber. Or get, or get an Uber yeah. from the airport to the resort. I mean,
1: when we were trying to leave the, the resort because JetBlue decided to constantly change our flight.
0: <laughs> yeah. They were like,
1: oh, you have to be by the bus stop. By uh, six forty-five in the morning, just call us. We'll help you yeah. get to. You know, to the bus stop. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. we'll, we'll call, like what is it? The luggage? The bellhop? We call the bellhop, and and right. you called. No one picked up. Yeah, we had yeah. to walk we had to from walk West around. Bubbles. <laughs> yeah, all the way to where the bus was yeah. at. And that was a walk. You remember? That was a walk <laughs> with bags beautiful, and luggage. Beautiful and resort, but it, yeah, it, was it is beautiful. That's why I want to stay yeah. there. But it's a distance between the main <laughs> yeah. tower which and is just, we, we stayed, stayed at Coronado Springs right. so we stayed at the main you know we stayed away from the main tower mm-hmm. and it was quite a fucking it, distance it you know awake, yeah. early in the morning they, you yeah. not you did not see that one cast member yeah. anywhere at that time
0: yeah I think their hours were cut
1: <laughs> Jesus so it's like listen the whole reason why Walt Disney wanted to create Disney mm-hmm. you know Disney World, Disneyland, was because he wanted all to come. He wanted everybody to be there. He wanted every he wanted to give the opportunity to the people to be able to experience the magic. And every single time, from the very first time I set foot in Disney World, I've always was in shock about how great their services were. The you know the Disney magic. You felt the Disney magic. You know that once you went into Disney World, you were in a bubble where all you were exposed to was everything Disney. Mm-hmm. This time around, when we went, it was a little bit. Hmm, yeah, it was. It wasn't lacking. as much, you know, yeah. uh, fairy dust. Right on things, right. you know, it's but a little lacking.
0: Yeah, we didn't see we didn't see Tinkerbell every day, you know, <laughs> no fairy dust every day.
1: I mean, Galaxy's Edge was the bomb. I'm not gonna yeah, lie, that yeah, was the shit. Was I was great. very impressed with but Galaxy's
0: Edge. Take into account that was the bomb. It was great, but it was it
1: is new. It's what's saving it's them a, right now, probably.
0: Uh, yeah, it's a new ride. Uh, tour, you know, Big attraction. It's going to bring in thousands of people. Everything else, um, I don't know. I see your point. Um, my experience with Disney, again, like I said, was that there were some things where the quality was lacking. Um, some of the services were lacking, too. I don't think our rooms were picked up.
1: No, right? No,
0: as um years that we've gone before, uh, I think it was more the, due
1: to COVID than anything, pro, yeah.
0: That is true, too. We do have to take into account that COVID does play a major part in this. Mm-hmm. Um, when we went to the uh, the general eating area, that was different as well,
1: yeah. I don't you, know what that remember? was about, <laughs>
0: yeah. That was very different. I was
1: like, Where's the food? Yeah, like,
0: everything, um. It's, I mean, I and that had, it had to do more or less with COVID.
1: I feel yeah, but there weren't any options. That's the thing. Well, because there were
0: very limited options. Not yeah, you're right. There were very limited it, options. I can yeah.
1: understand them not allowing people too close to the food because of COVID restrictions. Yeah. totally get it. Right, but the amount of options was
0: yeah,
1: that that's no excuse. It was, it it was, was very limited. It was very either limited. Either you get a burger, a sandwich, or pizza. Right. That's it.
0: We had the same thing several times um, during our stay. Yeah, you know there was like no, uh, no variety. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So, so. and I don't understand because we did stay at a moderate resort, mm-hmm. and uh, they're not supposed to. You know, it's, it's it's not the price that you only get. You know, chicken fingers and French fries. Right. You get what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. So I don't get what's going on, but it's it's. You know, leadership comes from the top. Okay. And
0: again, we're trying to figure out. Well, we're not trying to figure out. We're hoping to see that Disney somehow turns around, turns that corner. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. This may take a while. This is just a bad turn that they're experiencing right now, financially speaking. Like we mentioned earlier, their stocks have been going down a bit for the past three months. Um, Bob Shabek, who's more of a money manager or more of a financial manager, uh, I don't want to say guru or master but just just trying to um, handle the finances for Disney really has his hands full trying to well he was
1: doing budget cuts before COVID that's the thing
0: so right and he's doing them again from what you're saying with regards well not cuts well throughout all throughout right Um, not necessarily cuts but all these shifts and turns and twists Mm -hmm. and what have you that he's uh, doing Um, we'll we'll see how how this uh,
1: plays out right
0: now it's not looking good though
1: Yeah, you know it's bad when the Imagineers are, like, jumping ship.
0: I can't believe that. I mean, you're literally upending and... And these are Imagineers
1: that have been with the company for, like, 14 years, years, if not more. You know what's going to happen,
0: right? They'll end up working for Universal. Universal. Yep, (laughs) exactly. Universal will snatch them up. Or any other competitors.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, jeez. I said, he needs to watch his back. Because, Mm -hmm. you know again i'm not saying that this petition is going to do anything but if what it can do is shed a light that there are many people that were that are were and still um not impressed and they're not liking how the whole disney um company is, is handling their situation you know so somebody got it somebody else got to step in i don't know
0: We'll well, see what happens with that. when um the uh the previous uh, chairman, the one who retired, um, Bob, Bob Iger, Iger, ah, he was a, he was a genius. <laughs> he was a genius. I mean, up to I want to say he was a genius up until the last thing that he helped create, which was Disney Plus, the streaming service. Um, I mean, kudos for him for having it for having Disney. You know. Stay steady. All those years that he's been there, mm-hmm. at least as chairman. I know he's been in a company longer in different varieties, different um, aspects. But you of mean duties. as CEO? But as CEO, yeah. Yeah. Thing. And even uh, who was the gentleman before him? Bob Iger, I think. Bob no. Iger. Who before was before who? Before. Um, Bob Iger. Bob. Oh my gosh! I'm so tired. Uh, Michael. Um, Michael Eisner. Michael Eisner. Yeah. Before Bob Iger was Michael Eisner, who, yeah, uh, who's had his run-ins here and there, but he did his thing too in regards to maintaining Disney's um financial status. Yeah. So Well
1: Michael Eisner was was the dreamer and then um there was another person that was working with him. Right. That was the money. At well, least that's that, what I, that's what we found out. Right,
0: right. Same thing with I wonder if that was the same thing with um Bob Iger. I if, don't know if Bob Iger oh, all did Bob. Set up? Well, was Bob Iger both the dreamer and the money, and was able to mend the two very well?
1: Well, he was doing something right. He was, he was,
0: and um. But clearly, I guess uh, Bob Shapik is not able to do both. Is not able to have both aspects mesh really well.
1: Who was the one that said that Shangxi was an experiment?
0: I don't know. I don't think I was it. Shangxi?
1: It was Shangxi.
0: Um. I think you're thinking about someone that was more in the Marvel, and I forget his name. I think, was it uh, Permuter? Perlmutter? I, I don't know. Who was at the time, he was an executive that worked for the Marvel um, part of Disney, if you will. That's the same, Is I'm, I'm guessing, I could be wrong. I think that's the same gentleman who didn't want to create the Black Widow toys because he felt that... No one was going to buy them. The boys wouldn't buy. Oh, Jesus. Uh, okay. Black, and I could be totally <laughs> wrong. But that was the same gentleman who would not have put out the Black Panther movie. Mm-hmm. And possibly other Marvel movies. Which, because they're afraid that it would have been considered an experiment. And, of course, what they're trying to do is really merchandise and market their toys. So people, you know, little boys and girls and everyone in between can buy their toys. Mm-hmm. See, I think that's what Bob Shippick's trying to do, too. I think everything is trying to be geared towards the theme parks. Actually, it's probably two things. It's going to be geared towards A, the theme parks, and B, the streaming service. So all the things that we see put out um, that Disney uh, may put out, whether it's toys, movies, definitely movies, which is going to be a big marketing thing, tool for Disney, is all geared to having people wanting to participate in their parks because they get to see what they saw on the big screen or saw you know or see in their television Mm -hmm. and also get to have people be so enrolled so enthused about their product that they'll continue to buy their product through the streaming service as well Mm -hmm. so i think that's what the bottom line is i think that's what bob shape trying to do uh but at the same time making these cuts here and there or shifting finances here and there and
1: well, maybe he'll see this petition and he'll reconsider some of his decisions, you know. Right. Let's see. I mean, he just recently started doing being CEO. He was instated in, in uh, I think, 2020. Okay. So, wow. yeah. you know, he, he's just pissing people off and that's not good. <laughs> in such um, a short time. In but, such a short time.
0: But, I mean, again, it is hard because we are in this pandemic, unfortunately, that we're all experiencing. And we're not just Disney as a company, but other companies are also experiencing hardship as well. Yeah. So, you know, um, taking that with a grain of salt, hopefully everything works out, you know, turns out for the best. Uh, mm-hmm. I have, me, me being so optimistic at times, I do have faith in things uh, turning around yeah. for the positive. Um,
1: Next topic.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What do you want to bring up?
0: What do I want to bring up? Well, I have one, uh, one Star Wars related news or two, depending. Mm-hmm. So... Now, I remember months... What was it? When Disney um, had that trailer when they were talking about their projects that are being released. A couple of them were like Star Wars related. Like, I think we saw the Obi-Wan uh, teaser.
1: Yeah. It was Visions. Um, the, wait, wait. Visions
0: is out now. What are you talking good. about? Star Wars. Star Wars. Um, they were talking about future Star Wars projects.
1: Not You're not talking about Disney Plus Day, right? Well, Disney Plus Day was... Last, the twelfth,
0: the twelfth, yeah, no, no, no this was before that. that. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's when that. they
1: have mentioned visions, Rogue Squadron. Right. Um, oh my God, the the one, um, Ke- the guy from Rogue One.
0: Oh right, Cass. Ah, she's a character. I can't believe I just my name, my memory. But yes, he's also having his own show. Right. On, um, so good. Yes. Um, another yes.
1: season of Mandalorian, the Book of Boba Fett, um, the droids. Uh, there's an, there was many other things that they were going to do, and it's supposedly these shows are supposed to um, merge in some capacity. Right. well, Crossover.
0: We just got word, well, uh, up to yesterday, I believe, and few sites are reporting that. Yeah, Patty Jenkins, the director of Wonder Woman, who directed both Wonder Woman mm-hmm. movies, was actually behind one of the uh, works. I think she was behind Rogue Squadron. Yeah, Rogue Squadron. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, due to creative differences, that project has been shelved indefinitely. Wow! Jeez! <laughs> I didn't take long. I right? Um, there, uh, um, there's not much mention as to why, but they're uh, really speaking of, speaking on how there was just creative differences, going back and forth with the script and the production. Oh, not even production. I don't think they were able to start anything for the for the most part. Um, but yeah, it just says that uh, that has been shelved indefinitely. Al- also, Ryan Johnson was supposed to be um, working on some new trilogy that was Star Wars related. Mm-hmm. And his project got shelved indefinitely as well really I'm like jeez yeah I know how you feel about hmm. Ryan Johnson <laughs> a lot of people do actually
1: listen Canto Bright oh. was not necessary
0: if you I think we did this experiment when we saw that movie again and if you just and I get cut out that the Canto, canto, canto Bright movie. Movie. Yeah, it was a better it was, movie <laughs> it was a better <laughs> okay, movie okay.
1: I just fast forward through the entire Canto <laughs> Bright the whole 20 minutes the whole thing right? with Finn and Rose was not even necessary they didn't even blink twice about it in the next movie right okay right. so Ryan right. Johnson oh well
0: I mean, I like I like him as a director. I mean I love that movie. with the Knives Out. I'm only that was talking really good. about Okay, okay,
1: okay. Star Wars. I'm not talking about okay. his other works. I'm pretty sure he's a wonderful director. Right. But, you know, I'm not just blaming him when it comes to that movie. <laughs> yeah,
0: because he didn't finalise the It was the Kathleen work.
1: Kennedy and um um mr abrams is that yeah. what you're trying to say no that's always not putting anyway It's not even that. getting into that okay. but uh okay well there definitely wow Jeez. okay i know it's just, I mean is it really,
0: uh, we hear this too in other in other camps you know how there's always creative differences and so the directors and the writers or the directors and the people behind the production just don't get along or can't really find some type of common ground to move the project forward and it just gets shelved so uh Again, another one bites the dust. Or another well, two bites the dust. There's
1: more than enough content out there for Star Wars for quite some time. And I'm sure yeah. they could come up with something else. Yeah, I'm you know? sure they
0: will. I'm
1: sure they will. But did you hear about Kevin Feige and Chloe Zhao? Huh?
0: Yeah. what do they do? They're always doing something. Well, I shouldn't say always. But, I mean, there was word that she was already asked to... Work on the Eternals too, even before the first Eternals had come out. So well, that's not
1: what I'm talking about.
0: Okay, but what project did they work on? Well, is know, it going to be? Is going to be like mention, a Star Wars uh, work?
1: In a couple, in a couple of episodes back, mm-hmm. I did mention, you know, when I had come out with all the different um, things or all, all the information that was dropped, right, for the Star for the Star Wars universe, right? Okay. Um, one of the things that I had mentioned, which was to still be decided mm-hmm. or to still be announced, was um, a project that Kevin Feige was going to be working on for Star Wars. I,
0: I remember that. Right?
1: Yeah, yeah. We have no idea what the fuck it's about. Yeah. We have no idea when it's supposed to be released. Right. We have no idea who's going to be the writer. What the right. story's about nothing. We just know that oh. Kevin Feige is behind it. Kathleen uh, Kennedy uh, and Kevin Feige are behind it. He's and dissolve. there's ready word mentioned that Kevin Feige actually approached Chloe Zhao to of course. direct the Star Wars movie. Of uh, course.
0: Of course. Why not? Why
1: not? Drop the mic. Drop boom.
0: the mic. Boom. Of course. Why not? Yeah. Why not? He's found someone. Yeah. He's found someone. That's there you it. go. Oh, boy. Don't be surprised if she uh, directs the next Avengers movie.
1: Mm. Well,
0: at this point. Like, yeah.
1: I wonder if now that there's been a settlement with. Scarlett Johansson and Disney. And Disney.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, if the Russo brothers
0: Whatever, come came back.
1: off of that impasse. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Like, we I'm just wondering if, if they settled that.
0: But here's what could happen in the future because I think Scarlett Johansson has been um, behind certain things. I could see Scarlett Johansson um, being an executive producer for some of these future projects, Disney related projects for that matter. Doesn't necessarily have to be like a Marvel theme or a Star Wars theme. Well, she was supposed
1: to be in. I heard that she's supposed to be working on a project for Tower Terrors. Mm. Yeah, one of the. I think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah. So, see, there you go. So. Yeah. You know, listen. They came to an understanding, of course, where they were not going to mention what took place. <laughs> yes, yes. But they said that both parties were pleased. Yes. So that's that's that.
0: So we're just moving on. So from what that. are we guessing? Scarlett Johansson has another ten-year contract working with Disney, and, you know, as executive producer we for some of the projects, for we, some of the works. <laughs> we don't
1: we don't know anything. And Tower of
0: Terror. Yeah. What yeah. other theme? Oh. Rock and Roller Coaster.
1: <laughs> Imagine a movie based on right.
0: Aerosmith's and, uh, and Roller I Coaster. I can see Tower Terror because there's
1: more of a story <laughs> no, there. Of course. But, of
0: course. yeah. Of course. Um, and maybe the uh, Mount Everest ride.
1: <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Jesus. Um, that could be fun. So, speaking, of, this has been like a Disney a Disney uh, Jeez, episode, it? right?
0: Okay, well, let's just go where we got
1: so basically jumping into our next thing um for disney plus okay because they basically dropped miniature trailers of
0: they look like snapshots
1: miniature so that's why i said miniature. how about i say microscopic visions okay
0: fine they're like snapshots (laughs) Click, click. click click um
1: some like a snapshot. Certain shows that people have been waiting for mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, to come to come out, and they did it for a for Disney Plus Day. Mm-hmm. So, they dropped She Hulk. Yes, That's my they favorite. dropped Moon Knight. Okay. Yes. They dropped Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel. Yes. And then they made an announcement for the What If Season Two, mm-hmm. Spider Man Freshman Year, mm-hmm. um, Armor Wars, yeah. X Men Ninety Seven. Yep. Secret Evasion. Yes. And Echo. Echo. So, we got to see what She-Hulk somewhat looks like. Yeah. They're obviously, really it's going to be she- CGI, you yeah, know. Yeah. Um, they didn't show her face. Not
0: in green, right. They did show her in human form. Though, right. When we, you know, with her saying, you wouldn't like me when I'm angry. Oh, that brings back a But you notice that
1: how I they were dressed, see? though? They were dressed like 1970-ish.
0: When they did that scene?
1: Yeah. Okay. And I okay. it almost looked like it was off of a television. Mm. Like it was a television show or something. Mm. I, mean, I mean, yes, it is a television show. But, right. like, the, the... I get what you're saying. The focus on it, yeah. it looked like you were watching it through an old yeah. television. Right. And it kind of makes me wonder if... Because the only time we saw something like that was with WandaVision hmm mm-hmm. Right? Okay. So I wonder if there's any compare, you know, any any cross you know, like
0: inter- so a merge or something. Yeah.
1: Like a crossover of some sorts. Because uh didn't this agent um in the beginning he was looking for somebody that disappeared. Agent Wu. Agent Wu. Okay. He was like, Oh, I came here to check up on somebody that disappeared. Mm-hmm. And it was in Jersey. Mm. And um, it wasn't just that. It was like the whole town disappeared. Right. But he actually was checking up on one person. They never, did they ever mention who that person was that uh, they were looking I for? F- I wa- I think they
0: did. But I forgot. Jeez.
1: All right. Well, I, I don't remember. But it would be interesting if they were somehow affected with Wanda's changing of the times. Okay. Because even... It's funny because when I saw the new logo for She-Hulk... Mm. And the way it kind of went together reminded me of Moonlighting, in a way. Okay. I remember Moonlighting, the TV show. So, it looked like a 1980s show, you know, with the letters coming close to each other, which that wasn't the original logo that they had previously announced when they were going to do She-Hulk. She-Hulk, right. You know?
0: What if, here's a stretch, it's going to be a far stretch, what if that small scene that we saw there was actually an advertising for her law firm? So, in other words, someone is watching her ad as a lawyer. Like you know how we how we have these uh, ads for lawyers saying you know one eight hundred you wouldn't like it when whatever, I'm angry whatever. yeah but why, why have her,
1: why have her cousin there there like I don't
0: know her cousin might be famous if her cousin supports her who else but why
1: be dressed like that
0: I don't know it's just a stretch. i mean, a good I point I don't know I don't know that's yeah. a good question too what you're raising but I and I get what you're saying when you're um, talking about the whole thing with WandaVision and the events taking place in WandaVision also having an effect in the She Hulk series as well
1: that could happen it mm-hmm. probably will. Oh, we'll see
0: but I am excited for the She-Hulk uh, yeah so that's gonna be really cool what
1: about Moon Knight Moon Knight skeptical okay
0: um, but excited too I mean the ca- I'm not gonna say that's a character very hard character it's funny I keep seeing that for a lot of these Marvel themed movies slash TV shows but Moon Knight has so, so many metaphors um, with regards to his powers or what his ability is some people related to Batman, in a way, or more like a schizophrenic Batman, because he's a person that has so many different personalities in the comic books, that is, and, um, I mean, we'll see what happens, he was resurrected by the moon god, Han Shu, and, you know, goes off and fights crime, is rich, I mean, do you get what I'm saying, Mm -hmm. so... We'll see. I think Oscar Isaac is a good actor, but we'll see how his portrayal of this character will be, or how he'll bring out this character. Mm -hmm. It's funny. There's so, um, geez, these names Mm -hmm. escape me, but this Moon Knight character, um, has so many different personalities in him. You don't know which one's going to appear. So that's why I'm a little bit skeptical, but it can also bring up the whole issue of, um, of, you know, mental health, you know, mental behavior. So. Okay, nice.
1: and then we also have uh, Miss Marvel.
0: Miss Marvel, yes, Kamala Khan. Mm-hmm. That's going to be really good from Jersey City. I Want to see like how that.
1: she becomes Miss Marvel? Because <laughs> which I think it they show through a Terian Miss. The Terian
0: Miss, right? Because she's actually an human, right? So, which I think that scene where she's like in some dance or some school, like thing a wave. and she's right. Maybe that's when it occurs. Okay. And will they show her powers? Because they didn't
1: show her powers. They didn't show her powers. But isn't her powers that she can stretch?
0: Yes, her powers... She calls it embiggen. I'm like, geez, okay. Trump term. But... (laughs) Um, Yeah, she's able to... In a sense, stretch. Yeah, basically she can stretch and make things big, make her parts of her body big, which we didn't really see. So I don't know how they're
1: going to... But you see someone that looks like her, like, walking across. It looks like she was floating. Mm. Like, everybody was looking up, and she was, like, floating across or something. Right. At least that's what it looked like from the reflection across the street. Right. From the building across the street from where it happened. So...
0: (sighs) But I do like the fact that there is a Muslim lead actress playing a Muslim character, mm-hmm. uh, you know, teenage girl uh, who's just gotten to her, you know, who's just kind of superpowers uh, fighting crime in her city. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. I think that's really
1: cool. And where's your city?
0: Jersey City.
1: Mm-hmm. Jersey.
0: And she's a big fan of Captain Marvel. Right. Which is also true. And she's a fan of a lot of superheroes. She also, like in, in the comic book, that is, she, in her spare time, she likes to write a lot of fan fiction uh, based on her favorite superheroes. So, and she's also an Avenger. So that's kind of cool.
1: <laughs> you know, okay. She becomes a member
0: of Avengers. So that's really cool.
1: So, those are the new things that are that have uh, that have, that were announced that for dropped. the Disney Plus day. Right. Um. What? No, no, no go ahead. No, that's it.
0: Um, so, really quick, two seconds. So the new Xbox. Did you hear that? Um, what was it Gucci? What was it Gucci? Maybe one of these famous designers created a Xbox console that's going to be worth ten thousand dollars. <laughs> get the yeah, fuck out of yeah, here! Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be a limited edition. So yeah, for those for those people that are crazy to get, you know, get in line to get that ten thousand uh, dollar. I believe it's Gucci. Uh, design Xbox console for the new Xbox that's coming out. Yes, like, oh my gosh, that thing's gonna be worth more than uh, I don't know. <laughs> ten? Th- what would you do with a ten thousand dollar console? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Could you play with it? Would you be scared to play with it? What I happens if you play it, it and it breaks? Like, what do I you do? I wouldn't buy it. What is the warranty on that?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I would not buy it. There's no point in buying something like that. Oh jeez, Well... Wow.
0: Well, anyway, uh, a couple of things that I came across that piqued my interest comic book related. Uh, Mm -hmm. So next year, there's going to be Marvel's going to put out another What If series. And I'm actually interested in this one because these What If series will be based. A few of these issues, I think, are going to be based on Miles Morales, who we know to be Spider-Man. But What If coming out, I think, in February or March of next year, they're going to have a What If Miles Morales. Excuse me had the mantle of Captain America
1: oh that's interesting that
0: is interesting think about it we have a person of African American and Puerto Rican descent Mm -hmm. in the comic books holding the mantle of Captain America like can you imagine what that would be like
1: that's something I would like to read. Yeah,
0: yeah. So Marvel had released... Had put it up saying that they're going to have this uh, comic book come out sometime next year. And I um, can't wait to... Actually, actually i wait, actually looking forward to uh, reading that comic book when it does come out. So I think that's going to be kind of fun.
1: Okay. And cool.
0: Um, also, another comic book uh, news that piqued my interest. Mm-hmm. The last comic book news that I have. Mm-hmm. So... In the Batman universe, so, you know, Batman. I love Batman. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Batman has another ally, another Bat-related ally, also called Batman. And um he's actually uh, Timothy Fox, or Ali Fox, uh, who happens to be the son of Lucius Fox. Remember Lucius Fox, the creator, the inventor for Batman? Yes. Well, he takes the mantle of Batman from time to time. And starting sometime next year, or actually there's a new series out now called I Am Batman, which is exclusively his story taking place. What's going to happen next year is that that character will actually move to New York City, to quote-unquote New York City.
1: The actual? The actual New York City. New York City, okay. Now,
0: the reason why this is really a big deal is because Gotham City... In its writing, it's really nothing more than a metaphor of New York City.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's
0: funny enough. Funny enough, Metropolis is supposed to represent Jersey.
1: Okay. I know.
0: I know. I know. I know. Get that, right? A lot of people are going to be like, what? But yeah. Yeah. Regardless of the writing, Metropolis. Or, yeah, Metropolis is a metaphor. supposed to be um, Jersey. But gotham city or gotham is supposed to represent new york so instead they're actually gonna have a batman fight crime in new york in new york city for that matter starting next year In an actual batman. place In actual place yeah so can i can't wait to see batman start swinging off the empire state building that's what i want to see where <laughs> all the lights flashing straight up you know this cape like who's that <laughs> to, that's gonna be interesting. I want okay. to see Batman come to Harlem. That's what I want to see. <laughs> <laughs> Let him <them> know, Batman, <laughs> Lucius Fox. But that's gonna be really cool. I think okay. I'm actually looking forward to that. I actually have a first couple of issues right now, so
1: okay, should be fun.
0: Something to look forward to. Mm-hmm.
1: And I think that's it.
0: Okay, jeez, a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. This whole Disney
1: stuff just got me like. Man, I don't know. I know it's sad too, because you know we're we're big fans of Disney. Yeah, yeah, we are. So, yeah, yeah.
0: but like I, like I said, I'm you know you know holding a flame, keeping the faith. Uh, yeah. I think they'll do well. Bob Chapek does have his uh, work cut out for him um, mm-hmm. in the next several months, years. How long he has for this tenure? <laughs> yep, not <laughs> seen. Yeah,
1: Let's see if he could turn it around. Yeah. All right. So, um, that'll be all. If you if you want you can find us at 527 underground on Facebook and Instagram. You can also find us on our YouTube channel, our new YouTube channel at 527 underground. Um like I said before in my previous podcast I had posted up an unboxing for the visiting trunk and there'll be more unboxings coming your way. Yes. Um and uh yeah. You and now we're also streaming on three new platforms so there'll be 10 altogether that is cool and that's it you can uh, send us any messages or anything you want us to cover or uh look into um you could just dm us at, uh, on instagram at five two seven underground teddy
0: thank you so very much for listening to our podcast and we love you all <laughs> oh you forgot the one podcast we are still on which is not twitter
1: oh jeez. <laughs> okay have a good one everyone all right bye